Hi guys, it's Rigitha. And it's Ravina. And you're listening to the next episode of All Talk No Action. Um, for this episode today, we're in this lovely park, different from the one we were in last time, but we decided it would be super nice to enjoy the fall weather here in Alaska. So it's actually below freezing, but yet we are somehow sitting in shorts on the floor. Yep, we are, we are just so festive like that. I think you could call us brave, in fact. Mm-hmm. And to celebrate our braveness, we are going to be talking about the things that scare us. Ooh. It's also Halloween right around the corner, so it really just sets so the So it's you also know? fitting, and I, we have two awesome fall drinks right now. So I have the, um, mine is actually not a fall drink. Mine is an iced oatmeal latte with um, two pumps of vanilla and light ice, and it is delicious. And I got it from um reindeer bucks <laughs> reindeer it's a local coffee shop here um and mine because i am disgusting is a tall iced pumpkin latte delicious which i actually never got before but i'm okay with it now okay so that was a nice little segue that was completely unrelated to our topic into our episode <laughs> so i'll be starting off with my fear i guess we're gonna start off with kind of common fears like you know your everyday silly fears and maybe we'll get somewhere deeper with that but you'll just have to wait and listen okay please wait and listen <laughs> so the first fear i feel like most people can relate to this it's heights but i'm not necessarily scared of like being in, like a tall building or being like like in a plane like those types of heights don't scare me where i'm like concealed and protected but when i'm like Say, like, I'm on a tall building on the ceiling. Not ceiling. Roof, sorry. <laughs> and I'm just, like, looking down over the edge. Even if there's, like, a barrier. No, my heart just, like, drops. And it just, like, gives me unrealistic anxiety. And even worse is when I see, like, one of my, like, family members or, like, friends at the edge of said building. Because then I just feel like, wow, like, they have no, like, self-control. Mm -hmm. like, they could easily fall. And then, like, I remember I went hiking in this, like, local place in alaska and there was like this tall bridge natural bridge which is just like rocks and it's like a rock bridge and then there's just, like a 200 foot drop on each side and my sister went to cross that bridge and now this is perfectly safe it's been like sanctioned by like the national parks so it's like a normal tourist activity but for some reason when she was doing it i had like a heart attack because my sister is 13 years old and not very intelligent so i was so sure that some some small thing could go wrong and she would just fall 200 feet to her <laughs> demise okay yeah i i completely get the seeing other people because uh -huh. it's like if i'm even if it's people i don't know like the other day i was in um sedona alaska uh-huh um oh my bridge was also in sedona oh alaska. My God. that's amazing but so there are these two like little girls and they're there with their parents they're probably like maybe three years old at the most i don't know i actually don't know how old they were but they were at like the very edge right oh god above this like super steep drop and both me and my dad were just okay, watching that's just stupid actually okay no that was that was stupid of them and like that was actually dangerous but even when i see like my dad like at the edge of something it's like i trust myself uh -huh. to be able to like not fall like but handle it's like those situations. yeah it's like if i if i'm on the edge of like a cliff I know that I'm not going to do anything, but for some reason, once anyone else, I'm like, oh, God, they're going to fall, like, right now. Do you remember that day in um, 
Bumblebead Park in downtown Alaska. Oh my god. So, so there was this like little girl climbing the like what's it called? Like a rock it, it structure? Was, there was this like it's like a kid's playground. Yeah. And there was this struck there's this big rock that you could climb and had like the rock climbing like handles on it. No, it didn't have handles. It was just a oh, giant rock okay. in the middle of the park, which like kids frequently like, it's put there to be climbed upon. But I would say the age should be like eight, ten or higher for that, because that shit's dangerous. Like I have never climbed it fully until I was like at least sixteen. Mm-hmm. It's also like ten feet tall, so we're being a little dramatic. So we, this is like last year, we are just sitting at the top of this rock because this at our at our old age this rock is as tall as us. It's so ten we, feet tall. Okay, well. I'm convinced. It's definitely not ten. Okay, it's probably like eight. That's feet like tall. ridiculous. It's probably like eight feet tall, but like, but you for, get the point. For us, this is this is not a big deal but as we were sitting this actual like baby like i don't even think she can walk but for some reason she was on the top of that rock and then she was just crawling everywhere and we were i remember you and i both looked at each other and we were just like oh my god what do we do if this child literally falls like i felt like we had like a civic responsibility to like take care of her at that point Mm -hmm. because like if she fell like would that be manslaughter on our part for not doing anything (laughs) but then no worries. The there was no parent in sight though at first either. At first, yeah. But then eventually the dad came and he was like, "No, it's okay. She just climbs." And I was like, "Huh? What do you mean she just climbs? This is eight feet tall. That is not natural for a one foot tall baby." And like, I literally could not rest until that child was on the ground again. So I feel like this fear of heights actually just reflects in a fear of the safety of our loved ones. And I think it really reflects and even just random people. our motherly instincts. Oh yeah. I was gonna say superhero instincts, but that, that too. works too. Same difference. Oh god, there's so many hits. I know, I don't know how they're surviving this blizzard. No really. Maybe it's because they're That's fire amazing. ants. Okay. You can you can talk yeah. about your Oh fire ants? Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Okay. Um <laughs> hmm. Okay, this one's kind of different, but so there was like a period of time I keep in mind I've never been afraid of this like until I would say like freshman year but there was a period of time where I was like so so afraid of like supernatural things and it's not that I believed in these things like I've never been someone who like really believes in ghosts or like I don't know zombies yeah yeah do people actually believe in zombies I remember this girl named Sarah in my third grade in my third grade class no fifth grade she was in yeah fifth grade she told me that zombies were real she was convinced but she was also dumb she also Mm. dropped out of fifth grade oh god at at our school so yeah continue (laughs) okay um but okay so my my newfound supernatural fear started in I don't know if it was freshman yeah it was freshman year but I, I saw this post on Reddit, and it was like a storytelling subreddit. But basically the premise was this guy, he's like, he's posting from his bathroom. And he says, I've been stuck in my bathroom for 30 minutes, and I've been trying to get out. And he's like, it's not, the pro- it's not a problem with the locks. It's not a problem with the door. Like, it's not a physical problem, but he... He just couldn't get out of his bathroom? Yeah, like, it, the door would it open or i don't know on reddit and not on the phone with the police no no no. so i think i don't remember this very clearly because i read it a super long time ago but i think he opened the door 
but then as he like stepped through the door he ends up back into his bathroom like it's like a fucking portal yeah he's like physically not able to get out and then he's calling his mom and he's like and posting on reddit at the same time yeah but so he's calling his mom and he's like um mom i'm stuck in the bathroom someone literally please help me and he's facetiming his mom his mom's like what like just get out like it's not that hard so finally his mom comes home and she sees that the bathroom door is locked and won't open and she she gets like a firefighter or something or she calls someone to come open this door and when it's finally open the guy is not in there so he's like in a separate like universe yeah holy shit and then as i'm describing this it doesn't sound that scary but the way it was written I th- it was like a- oh it's a story on yeah, yeah it's a story I thought this was some guy giving live updates on no, 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 no. it's a story but i uh yeah so i read this and i was like so freaked out at first because the way it was written was so realistic like part of me knew it was a story but he hopefully more than just part of you knew it was no, a no, story no, when you were a freshman no i mean well yeah but <laughs> Like, logically, I knew it wasn't real, but it just, like, fucked me up for so long for some reason. And I looked this up, because one of the people commented on this post. I was like, aren't you supposed to, like, um, I don't know. There's there's a name for this, like, scenario. And I looked this up, and I don't know if this other post was also a story or if it was a real thing. But they said that they had experiences with this, too. Like, this happened to them? Oh, I don't know if it was real or not. That but it was like some, a drug addict. <laughs> but it was some like it's some like Singaporean like legend or something or like a what is it folklore? Yeah, I don't know, something like that. But I was like, obviously this isn't gonna happen to me. No, but, see, that's when I that's like when I watched The Conjuring. Yeah, I don't know. Just when I watched The yeah. Conjuring, I was like, shit. Scared it's like logically, I knew that literally wouldn't happen to me but i went to sleep like scared every night that i was going to like end up in this other dimension (laughs) if i woke up in the middle of the night and i would think about it like in the middle of the day sometimes like this i feel like that's what sleep paralysis feels like where you like wake up and like i don't know we learned about it in psych where like you wake up and like your mind is no your mind gets like transported to like a different because like you're still like dreaming sometimes like you're and you're hallucinating so you like see things that don't exist but you can't move so like you're yeah i am but I this was sleep paralysis is like a metaphor for this. <laughs> but this was like you wake up and then you're like, I don't know. The whole concept was like there's some like spirit like trapping you in this dimension. Oh shit! And like I don't even know why. That would fuck me up too. That, that <laughs> no. explains a lot about you right now. Actually, <laughs> but then after this, I started to get so freaked out by like supernatural things, like. um... I don't even, I don't even know. Like, <laughs> I actually don't know. I I would watch, like, people go, like, videos of people go to, like, ghost haunted, like, hotels that were, like, re- apparently reported to have ghosts and stuff. And I'd be like, how are they doing that? I am proud to say that I've never even been a little scared of the supernatural. No, but it's, like, weird because I don't even believe in it. It's just because I think it was something that was so like unknown yeah and yeah. unfamiliar it's like what would you even do in that situation? yeah you it can't was even fight it, it was more it wasn't that i actually thought it was going to happen to me it was more of me thinking what i would have done 
if and you were the, in that scenario. And the idea that I could be trapped in somewhere and not physically be able to get out was actually terrifying. I like, guess, like, if it's, like, a human fear, like, if you're scared of, like, getting murdered, it's, like, it's still, like, a tangible, like, you're scared of the yeah, human. Yeah. So there's, like, things you can do to, like, fight uh-huh. that fear, I guess, like, fight the human or, like, run yeah. away. Like, if it's, like, a fucking ghost, like, you're done. Yeah. How I do you know. fight something like that? And, yeah. So, I, I think this represents, like, a larger fear. I mean, okay, I have, I'm happy to report that this does not plague me anymore. <laughs> Um, I've actually gotten over this, and I, like, I really don't care about this anymore. So, that's good. Um, which is actually surprising, because during this period of my life, I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna have to live with this fear forever. <laughs> like, it was actually You're so bad. For life. No, it was really so bad. But, um... I'll talk yes. about one of my fears. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. No, you're good. That was, that was intense. I might be scared now. Um, so I had, like, this huge phase in, like, 7th or 8th grade. I think everyone did. Where I watched, like, BuzzFeed Unsolved on the loop. Oh my and they had a true crime section, which was, like, usually about serial killers. Yeah. So I wasn't even necessarily scared of seeing, of, like, being killed by, like, a serial, serial killer. Because I just thought, like, the odds of that are so low. But I was more scared about, like, when you walk around in, like, a public place, like a public mall. Okay? And you look at people. Like, you think they're just, like, the average person, but no, you could be looking at a killer, or, like, a serial killer, even. So, like, I was more scared about just, like, people being able to, like, pass off as, like, normal people, but actually having such, like, dark, twisted lives, <sighs> just, like, being hidden. So, I just, that, that like, freaked me out. Because I remember, like, learning about, like, Jeffrey Dahmer, like, watching mm. videos like that. And, well, that wasn't BuzzFeed Unsolved, because that was actually solved. But, like, he's just, like actually like in real life people really thought he was just like this nice stand-up guy like handsome young man who was like a womanizer but no he was actually killing people Mm -hmm. so just like the idea of like even just like meeting someone and like they could be like a killer i don't know this is why i'm scared of like old men i guess yeah i think it's just like it's so those kind of things are really hard to imagine like you see this side of a person but it's so hard to see like that there's this other side Mm -hmm. and it's like kind of freaky like that they can have such a different life going on because i remember reading some stat where it's like you see like an average of like a hundred killers or like murderers in your lifespan i don't even know how one would calculate that Mm -hmm. but just the thought of that like any of these people could have like killed someone yeah and just like not knowing and it's like not being able to have your guard up yeah or you know and I feel like it. I'm pretty not even trusting of society, but I'm just so convinced that nothing bad will ever happen to me. So just like the idea that like something bad could happen to me, I'm drawing like satanic symbols in the dirt. It's really fitting. Yeah, just getting me in the mood, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, the but- idea of like I could just see a killer and just not know that they're a killer, and I can't do anything about it because I don't know. I don't yeah. know. That scares me. Mm-hmm. And. Kind of similarly. We're supposed to start off lighthearted. Like, what is this? Okay. (laughs) But, like, kind of on the same token, you know those stories about, like, families? Like, those true crime stories about families that end up with one of these, like, family members committing the crime against their own family, like, killing I have never even thought of that. Like, obviously, obviously these are very, like, sad scenarios of like very sick people but 
it's just so scary how someone can flip like that like the these stories will talk about how this person was just like a loving father oh yeah or like have you seen that one thing on netflix um i forgot what it's called but it's about this guy who killed his wife and his like two young daughters oh i saw i didn't see that wait keep talking i'll look i'll look what it's called but yeah things like that i feel like more than someone being a famous killer and being like i'm going to kill people and like saying things like that it's so much more frightening to me that these are like regular people yeah doing yeah. these disgusting that's what crimes. i mean like it's like a normal person okay it's called american murder the family next door oh Sh- shannon watts yeah oh yeah it's a i don't recommend if you're sensitive <laughs> and have any human compassion yeah but if you're not it's a good watch <laughs> but yeah like the idea that like people can turn out so terrible just like scares me because i think we like to separate these people who do all these horrible things no we from... literally physically separate no no, them, no yeah like, in jail. but like in in our minds yeah, you yeah. separate like okay these are the types of people that do bad things and then there's me and all these other people and it's like so like sickening weirdly to see these killers and like these these people who do these horrible like disgusting crimes on the surface be behaving like any of us like when you think like murder like serial killer you don't think like a 45 year old chubby woman with like three kids Mm -hmm. and a nice smile you think of someone like you think of something like someone more obvious like a even like a movie villain in a sense like someone you'd expect or someone with like face tattoos yeah no really but yeah anyways wait i have another fear sorry i'm gonna go (laughs) twice okay um and it's the fear of looking for something that isn't there and i don't even mean this in like the deeper sense where i'm like looking for like personal connection i mean like physically spending hours of my time looking for something like in my room that just like isn't there and i can give a very specific example of this okay it was the first it was the night before the first day of school and i wanted to wear my black lulu leggings okay and i spent like two hours turning every corner in my house like looking for them and then i really sat down and i thought like where was where did i last see these and i realized i took them to portland and i just never brought them back so those full two hours i was looking for something that just simply wasn't there and then i realized how often i probably do this just like waste so much time looking for things in my disgusting mess of a room that just were never there to begin with and now anytime i like start looking for something and if i can't find it in the first five minutes i just automatically assume that it isn't there okay yeah wait i i also experienced this in a kind of a different way i get like i get extremely annoyed when i can't find my things and it's like I don't know. I feel like I get so anxious about my possessions. Uh-huh. Like, I need to... Every time I'm, I've lost something and I'm looking for it, I'm so worried about how my thing is doing. <laughs> like, my poor leggings. <laughs> no, it's like, I need to keep some sort of inventory in my head as to where all these things are. And it it's actually kind of scary that it... Like, all these expected places... I could look 
it's just not in any of them. Like I could be looking for hours and hours on end and I would never find And then you just what like, waste for. so much time because if you never give up, then you'd always just be looking for something yeah, exactly. that doesn't exist. That's actually terrifying. Mm-hmm. I'd lose sleep over this, honestly. Yeah. Like even, so sometimes I let my cat out into my backyard just because she likes to, I don't know, explore. And there's, she has a usual, she has a few like common spots that she likes in my backyard. But this cat has been known to leave, like, leave the backyard and kind of roam around the outside of the house a little bit, which I do not like at all. I don't want my mm-hmm. cat anywhere near these, near these cars and these other cats. But everyone, so I'll let her out and then maybe 20 minutes later I'll go check on her to see if she's still there. And I won't be able to find her in one of my usual spots. And I'll automatically assume, like, oh my god, she's just gone. Like, I, if I keep looking, I'm still not going to find her. Mm-hmm. Because, like, she's not in the backyard. And she's just, like, out somewhere. But then, eventually, it's fine because she comes back, like, out of literally nowhere. But it's, like, I will spend hours outside. Okay, actually, that's never happened. But, like, <laughs> if, if I couldn't find her, I would have spent, like, hours looking for outside like on the road but it's like when do you stop looking exactly you know? it's like when do you finally give up mm-hmm. and i'd like it's it's i different. gave up looking for my boo-boo leggings <laughs> on like july 24th 2021 <laughs> and i have not seen them oh since god did you actually leave them there i think so because where else could they be like they would have turned up by now true that is a hundred dollars in the hole that's actually so sad i know Tra- that is did you buy new a ones mar- no my parents won't let me yeah you're irresponsible apparently yeah. i recently lost my garmin too oh my god i'm scared of losing things now i've been traumatized by my lulus and my Garmin. it's like a running watch and while i w- like, wasn't running because i was injured i just like took it off and i just i just like left it and never i just never take- bothered to look for it because i just always assumed it wasn't there never take which off is the actually garmin. on me yeah never never take off the garmin i know damn um Hmm. Do you have any fears? I, I can think of a fear. Wait. You think of a fear? Actually, you... you See, I told you, we're very just brave people. We so are. Thinking of fears I'm not really afraid of us. a lot of things. But we're trying to be relatable to you cowards, yeah, so... Yeah. Um, I guess, I guess I'm scared of, like, failing on, like, a large public stage, which I've done <laughs> before, and it just, like, feels awful. Mm-hmm. But it's not, like, crippling, I would say. Anymore, yeah. I would say. Um... Oh, I'm really scared of, this sounds pathetic, but when I'm, like, in a race, I'm, like, scared of the pain, which sounds, like, <laughs> sad. Like, why Why would you even race? But, like, cross-country races, I just associate with such, like, high levels of pain that mm-hmm. when I'm, like, standing on the line, I'm, like, shaking because I know it's, like, about to come. Like, it feels like torture, full-body torture. Because it's not even just, like, your legs hurting. It's, like, your legs, your arms, your chest, your head is, like, pounding, your vision mm-hmm. gets blurry. This is, like, inhumane, mm-hmm. but, yeah. <laughs> I guess it's a valid fear then. Yeah. No, that's definitely valid because it's like you're doing it willingly, but no, you know. still you know, know what's about to come. You still know that this is like a terrible part of it. Um, it's I think a big part of it. I said terrible. I know it's a terrible and big. Yeah. Um, okay, I think another one of my fears is I know I kind of said the thing about being out of control. Actually, did I? No, I didn't. Uh, okay. You you brought it I up. I meant it, I mentioned it in a supernatural. Way. But, okay, I guess another one of my fears is being completely out of control. And this can be 
absolutely in any circumstance. This can be like, I don't know, in a, I was going to say relationship, but, (laughs) but like in a social situation or even physically, uh, there's times when like, when I feel like in my mind, I can control what my body is doing, Mm -hmm. but you know, those times where if you get like really anxious and your heart starts beating super fast Mm -hmm. and it turns into one of those like scary anxious feelings where it's like you're you're like is my heart supposed to be beating like this Mm -hmm. fast like am i dying or like i don't know and i try to tell myself like no i'm in full control here but the issue is sometimes like you're i'm not no i get that and it's like it's it's like i don't know it's kind of scary to give up this personal control because it's like what's gonna happen next i i think like i need to know what's going to happen as it like plays out comes yeah and it's not that i'm not open to spontaneity spontaneity and because i am but it's more that i need to know what i'm expecting yeah like i need to know what like what emotions i'm about to yeah. feel in yeah. a situation i need to god read the room oh my god go bas- playing basketball in a park imagine go basketball somewhere else man oh god i was gonna say i understand that fully like i'm scared one specific nightmare situation for me is like me being in school and just having like a full breakdown where mm-hmm. i can't stop crying because like sometimes there are just like times where like i get so just like angry yeah that i start crying and then i just keep crying because i'm not even it's not even that i'm sad it's just that i'm angry and i just yeah. keep crying and remember that happened to me one day at school and i was just in the bathroom and i couldn't stop and i knew i had to go back to class so i was panicking because i didn't want to look like i just came in crying but i couldn't <laughs> stop crying so i spent like 40 minutes in the bathroom just trying to pull myself oh my together God. and the whole time i was just like panicking mm-hmm. and i guess like panic and fear are like pretty synonymous yeah so um, that was definitely one of and, my worst nightmare scenarios <laughs> and that's that's like the more physical aspect but also the social aspect um having to not having control in a situation where the other person or the other people have full like decision making mm-hmm in terms of like what you're going to do is genuinely very scary to me i feel like i need to be in charge of what i'm doing yeah yeah i'm like a control freak i feel like sometimes like i don't know like wait i'm gonna talk. <laughs> i'm gonna <laughs> add on to that i guess we're like i'm like relationships i think like i'm scared of not being in a relationship guys hit me up um but I'm scared of, like, the idea of when you get in a relationship. This sounds like... This is off-topic in the Halloween context, but it's still something I'm scared of, so Mm -hmm. I'm going to just say it. Like, being in a relationship and just, like, being expected to act a certain way just because you're in a relationship and, like, the other person has, like... Okay, I don't want to say desires. That sounds weird. But, like, (laughs) you know, like, the other person, like, wants things and you just, like, don't want the same things. And I'm just, like, scared of feeling the pressure of, like, being in a relationship and expecting to, like act a certain way for someone and just like that whole idea Mm -hmm. of like having to commit to someone else as like your first priority that that like scares me yeah and i think that's also just like 
different ways people express their emotions. Yeah. Because one person can be just like you and understand that, you know, they can't be the only thing you're thinking about. But other people require Full different attention. things. And, like, the, even, like, the way you express your love. Like, some people can be, like, a huge, like, physical. And, like, other can be, like, acts of service and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when they just, like, don't align, like, you have to change the way you yeah. express your love, if that makes sense. Just, like, make the other person feel, yeah. like, confident that you, like, like them. And the idea of, like, doing something like that just, like, makes me uncomfortable and yeah. kind of terrified is the wrong word scared of being yeah. like in a committed relationship and it, it's kind of scary to slowly start to change yourself yeah and even lose yourself because you're doing all these things for this other person and i feel like once you take a step back and you're like like what am i doing i don't know that's just kind of like a scary thought because yeah, it's no, like really because you don't want to exit the relationship and be like well what happened to me mm-hmm. and that like and the idea of like knowing your boundaries and that i guess and i feel like we think we're in full control Uh of how we behave but it's and like that we can't be influenced by anyone else but i feel like it's not it's not that hard like over time it humans are so easily influenced by other like each other yeah i know 100 that it's really easy to lose your fundamental like not even values really i don't want to make it that extreme but like just like your fundamental like, just things that you comfort do level for yourself like yeah it's like really easy to like change your personality just to like please someone and like yeah. the idea of like losing my wonderful wonderful personality i guess yeah scares me no i think that too sometimes i'm like i don't know what if i just because there have been times, I think everyone's felt this, where, I don't know, things are not going as great. Uh-huh. And you kind of take a step back. And if you're someone who has as much of a big personality as we do. Um, <laughs> Massive. <laughs> it's, it's literally huge. But during these times, like, I would take a step back and be like, why? Like, what? Who am I right now? Like, I don't know. It's just, it's kind of scary. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To be, yeah. To be losing that. yourself to whatever's happening around you in the moment whether it's mental or external like it feels like you're never gonna get yourself back which is a really difficult thing to feel if you have actually gotten to the point where you do like your personality (laughs) it kind of feels like like wow like where am i right now and no my i have like a huge fear not fear but like a synonym for fear of just like disliking who i become mm-hmm. like i don't ever want to be in the situation where like i take a step back and i realize i don't like the person i've become and then just like not knowing how to fix it because like for me i guess i've always relied on my myself mm-hmm. in that like sometimes i feel like if everything around me just feels like terrible and like if everyone around me feels like wrong i'm like wait but i'm still like yeah, yeah. fine you know and like i didn't realize how much i relied on my own stability like these past few months at least that, like, if I ever feel like I'm doubting who I've become or, like, my own, like, stability as a person, mm-hmm. I feel like that would just be, like, a really terrible scenario that would, like, kind of shatter me yeah. in the moment, at least. And it's kind of a similar thing with control. It's, I think I've become so used to my, pers- like, we all experience our own personalities 
as we're living as us. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, that's the only way I can think of wording it. But I became, I've become so comfortable with that, obviously, because I've been living with myself for so long. And it's, like, you get used to experiencing all these things and having your, like, your unique way of processing these outside things. But watching that change mm-hmm. and even watch, like, feeling yourself get out of control and kind of have like having like a separation between your mind and like not I don't want to say your body because it's not that but like it's kind of like two parts of your mind like one that everyone else sees one that remembers how you're supposed to be acting and then one that's kind of acting differently and it's it's kind of a scare even if it's really small i feel like i'm being super vague right now but i don't know if i want to go into the <laughs> exact things of it but like seeing yourself change yeah when you're say. not when you're not trying to change when this change is just happening on its own and it just kind of keeps progressing is a really scary thing because i oh yeah. i think at least i think at least i'm confident that if everything else in my life is changing at the super fast rate I have myself and I have my own values and things I like and way of thinking about life mm-hmm. but the fact that that could change at any instant without my control is very scary to me I like I'll, I'll just add to that like you know like you're at the end of the day like you're the person that takes care of yourself the most mm-hmm. and you're the person that prioritizes yourself the most and you have your own like self-interest at heart yeah and it's like scary watching that change when you like stop taking care of yourself Mm -hmm. even just for like a little bit or like when you slowly watch yourself like spiral down into like a place that you really don't want to be and then like knowing or like seeing yourself slowly slip off that like Mm -hmm. cliff is just like terrifying because then it's like if you don't even care about yourself then at the end of the day like who will Mm -hmm. and Damn, that's the scariest thing I've said so far. Yeah, no, that's no, terrifying. it really is because it's like, it's that I feel like you, in yourself, is the one thing you can always be sure of. Uh-huh. Like, no matter what is changing around you, you always have your own like thoughts and your own mind. But the fact that that could also betray you is very scary. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. And it's like you're stuck watching it happen but sometimes you feel like again like out of control and like you don't have any say in like what you do but that's not true i guess yeah but yeah the idea of just like losing control over who you're becoming Mm -hmm. and losing control in general on a broader in a broader sense anyways i'm going to talk about um (laughs) a more tangible fear now (laughs) and it's really specific so like i have practice at 5 15 in the morning okay so I go to practice that early. I leave the house at like five and then I come home at like 7.30. And I feel like, especially in the winter when it's like dark here in Alaska, it's- <laughs> You said that so confidently. <laughs> right? Why wouldn't I be? We live in Alaska. True. So when it's dark here in Alaska, cause it gets dark really early, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like that time slot is like ideal for like murders. So I'm so sure, not sure is bad, but I'm like wary that Okay, even where he's bad, I'm terrified that I'm going to go out to practice one day and come back and my whole family will just be dead. And I'll just be, like, the only one that's alive. And I'll just have to, like, walk in and see it. Because, like, 
you know, like, if you're a serial killer, like, wouldn't you kill someone at, like, 5.30 in the morning? Like, what's anyone doing at that time? <laughs> Except me, apparently. So, like... True. I don't know. Sometimes I go for, like, a run. Once... Okay, one sophomore year, I went for a run, and I didn't want to carry the car key... Or the house keys, so I left them under the doormat with the door locked. And this was at, like, 5 in the morning, so it was completely dark. So, in that whole run, I was like, oh, my God. I've given the killer oh, a straight entry to the household. Like, if my family dies, it'll be my fault. And the doormat's the most obvious place. No, I know. You could even see the little lump. So, Come I came on. back, and then it was, like, really cold. So, my hands were, like, frozen. So, I was just, like, fumbling at the door for, like, five minutes. And I was like, oh, my God. They could be inside right now. So, yeah. That's Wait, my was it where you left fear. it? Yeah, it was. Oh, was. good. Yeah, so I didn't really have a reason to be scared, but just, like, the irrational part of me. Yeah. The super vigilant part of me, I'll say, mm-hmm. was scared. Yeah, I think that kind of thing is really scary. Like, someone coming into, like, my house. I know that's, like, a pretty common fear, and for good reason. But it just feels, I don't know, like, having someone in your house, if you, whether you know that they're there or not, is very scary. Oh, you know the scary story where it's, like, um... The girl thinks she has a dog under her bed. Oh my god, so and it's like licking her, her hand, hand under the and bed. And then she sees the yeah, dog. Yeah. And then she sees the oh dog god. down in the bathroom. That plagues me. Even now, I can't sleep with my like foot hanging off. Yeah. Like, something could lick me. And I don't have any pets. So I would never even be tricked into thinking it's a dog. But I don't... I don't know. But I don't even want to explore be, that possibility. That would, even, that would be even scarier. Because it's like, you wouldn't even be like, oh, it's just my dog. You'd He's be like, like oh my god, licking what's licking me? <laughs> Ew, that's actually disgusting. That's so gross. That's not even- <laughs> that is a messed up killer. <laughs> that's just so funny, though. Imagine, like... <laughs> I feel like you can feel the difference between a human tongue and a no, dog tongue, No, you literally though. can, though. I think I'm gonna do that prank. I'm like my sister or something. Oh, God, that'd be so funny. Um, okay, another fear that I have that is also kind of more tangible that I've had, like, pretty much most of my life is illness. And I know this is something this that... This just feels like human instinct No, no, no. I know, I know. <laughs> We're really just talking about things genuinely Getting everyone's killed. afraid of. My but, family dying. But I have always been so obsessively scared of being... Having some random illnesses. It's not even something that I could possibly have. But when... Like, I have these headaches... I've had them for like pretty much my whole life and they're not a big deal like they're just normal headaches that people have Mm -hmm. but for so much of my life I was so convinced that I had like some brain disease oh no and I lived my life as if I did (laughs) I was like oh my god like what am I gonna do and when when it would start to get worse at times I I genuinely panic like holy shit like I don't want to die yet WebMD this shit (laughs) no it like WebMD wouldn't even give me the kind of extreme results that I wanted. <laughs> like, I would make these up on my own. And then the other t- day, I don't know. It's like health is something that's so gent. Like you can't. You really take it for it. granted. But when like when it goes away, yeah, it goes away. And having like a terminal illness is not something you can fix. Like, no matter what you do, it's so scary to accept <laughs> that... <laughs> Why are you laughing? Not that we have any experience with either we of these don't. things. We do not. 
but it's obviously it's a scary thing like i don't think anyone is i agree is ready to die but <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's scary to have to except that there's nothing you can do sorry i just think it's so funny how none of these are even remotely halloween themed <laughs> well that's not supposed to be halloween themed that was just a segue to set them in the mood for this yeah okay wait are you done with your terminal on this yes. one yes i was gonna talk about one really quick and it's again not anywhere halloween themed but i'm scared not scared but i get like anxious oh my god is that a worm no sorry <laughs> continuing i get anxious that I'm not doing the best I could mm -hmm. be at the moment. Like, e not even in just terms of school and sports and that. I'm I get anxious that I'm not the happiest I could be right now. Yeah. Which is so stupid because I'm like, I I feel like I get scared of having bad days, just because I feel like I can't ever recover from those bad days. Like I'm scared those bad days will turn mm -hmm. into bad, like weeks, which will turn into bad years, which will turn into like a bad <laughs> life. So I can't even, like, whenever I feel any negative emotion, I get, like, scared that that's just going to become my new normal when, like, it isn't. Like, that's, like, a healthy, normal thing to have. Yeah. But I get, I get like, panicked, and I'm like, wow, this is just my life now. Like, mm -hmm. I'm just always going to feel like this. So. No, I do. I feel the same exact way. It's, it, and it always hits harder after you haven't felt that bad for, for a, while. a while. Yeah. And then you feel it again, and you're like, like, oh, my God, like, not this again. And it's like because in those times where it does feel that bad bad it is kind of hard to get out of it even if it's just like a normal emotion like you're just sad about something that happened uh -huh. in the moment it doesn't feel like you're gonna get over it because you're feeling these emotions like in the present but kind of thinking like this is what it's going to be forever is Terrifying. really scary because it's like you know you what, know this feeling where that path like goes yeah and anything any negative thing happening forever like the word forever can actually be so scary uh -huh. if you think about it like something is is set in stone for the rest of your life and there's nothing you can do to change it that kind of thing is really scary and i feel like that also kind of just matches with the rest of my fears that i've been talking about this whole time see i feel like our fears are just a representation of just like a bigger theme yeah so yeah you're welcome mm -hmm. i had a oh yeah i had like a very distinct thought the other day and it was when i was watching the show the maid and i realized that some people just inherently have better lives than other people mm -hmm. and i realized like life just really isn't fair in that aspect like some people i'm not saying like me necessarily it just feels like some people that are just, like, doomed to, like, a miserable life where they, it's, like, everything goes wrong yeah. for them. And some people just have the perfect life where everything goes right. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, like, it's not their fault necessarily. It's, like, the circumstances. And just feeling, like, what if I'm one of those people that's just, like, doomed to have, like, everything go wrong in my life? Just, like, that fear of, like, being the unlucky one yeah is just like has plagued me for the past three uh -huh. days <laughs> and kind of having no chance at redemption yeah or improvement it it kind of feels pointless in a way that's like if this is how it's going to be all the time like actually what is the point like damn <laughs> wow 
so so we're gonna just end on that cheery little note right now <laughs> all right i think um, you'll be set for a nice depressive scary sad rest of your week leading yep. up to halloween um i'm so sorry if you're expecting like i'm scared of spiders and i'm, I'm scared, scared of, of holes of bees because <laughs> uh, i am oh i am actually terrified of bees i didn't talk what? about that when a bee lands on me all hell breaks loose i start sprinting <sighs> i start jumping i'll jump into a pool if i have to i just vow that i will never get stung by a bee i was scared life. of bees and big dogs when I've I was never in middle, been scared of big dogs. No, no, but this was a. I've been a big dog my entire life. I've this never been scared is of a one. brief time in middle school. I was so so scared of bees. I've never been stung by a bee, but I was also really scared of big dogs. But I got over that very fast, and now I love both. I actually love you bees. Love bees? What is wrong? No, with they're you? just so cute, but not the wasps. Fraternizing with the enemy. The wasps are disgusting, <laughs> and those are actually scary. But bees are just so cute. So if you want to terrify us, dress up as. Um, a bee or um, being unhappy for the rest of your life for mm-hmm. Halloween. Um, and that will really just fuck us up for wear, a while. Wear a um, costume that just says like failure on it. Oh yeah. Time. Oh yeah. Oh, also speaking of costumes, um, the clown thing in oh, 2016. That was amazing. A few days ago, I randomly remembered that. I was just sitting in like class or something and I was like, what was that? Like, because if you think about it, it was actually so funny. What would people do? Wouldn't they just go to public places dressed up as No, no, clowns? but so they, they, there were these killer clowns that would apparently be, like, chasing people with knives. And then, That's so funny. <laughs> that doesn't even sound right? illegal. No, it's not. And or then, even, like, a little wrong. Like, and then on Halloween night, amount of fear. And then on Halloween night, some people actually did dress up as clowns just to, like, scare people. And people were, like, violent towards them. No, like, this became, like, a national crisis yeah, yeah. all of a sudden. Like, there were fights broken out on Halloween night because people saw clowns. What a simple time, man. Really? I think we need to bring that back I this know. year. So, if you guys are willing to start the clown initiative for Halloween 2021. Oh, for sure. Make sure you tag us in your posts if you... Called, and make sure you use the tag, hashtag, all, all clowns, no action. Oh, true. All <laughs> clowns, action. Wait, what? It's like a call to action. Oh. All clowns action. They're actually... Oh. Right? It works. All clowns action. Action. Yeah. Scatter clowns. Go. <laughs> Released. That's like... Never mind. I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> That's for next episode. Tune back to All Talk No Action. Also, if you guys have any questions i know we said this last time but none of you none of you know we actually got so many questions and um, if you want to be cool and add to the trend ask us more dm us on instagram yep just like and i I know you guys are listening if you're listening to this point you (laughs) if you have to dm us a question please we're begging please all 12 of you i know you're out there yeah we're keeping an eye on you Okay, thank okay, you. Okay, we're done. Yeah. This is Ravina. This is Rajitha. And this is... All talk, talk. No action. No action. Join us next time for another killer episode. <laughs> killer. Okay, bye. Wait, shit. Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs>